You're listening to the high notes. High notes. High notes. High notes. Hi guys. Hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of High Note Podcast. High Note Podcast. Um, this is your faithful host, Tammy Romeo and Debbie Romeo. Um, so welcome guys. Um, I hope you had a great week. I hope um you had a great work week for those of us who are busy, busy every day. Um, but um, today, the format of the podcast is going to be different from what we're used to and what we usually do. Um, today, we're not going to be reviewing any music. Nope. Um, instead, we're going to be taking time to just have a little chat about the atmosphere of the Nigerian music industry as of the past four to five days. It's been over um, a week, bro. It's been over a week, Abby. Yeah. Um, so much emotions heightened. And uh, we've pretty much been holding on by a thread, to be very honest. Um, so we're not going to be talking about any new music this week. As a matter of fact, um, a good number of artists have halted and postponed their releases for this um, purpose. So um, it made sense for us to do same. So yeah, um, I'll let Miss Debbie, the second anchor, take it away. The reason why we're not reviewing any music today is because we're trying to honor the memory of Mobad the artist, mm-hmm. also known as Imole. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a very difficult week for most people in the industry who are empathetic, let me put it that way, um, to the plight of that young man and all the things he went through that people either knew about but didn't pay attention to or had no clue about up until the point of his death about a week ago. Um, so instead of reviewing music, we just decided to just give some, give some understanding of what the timeline was like. Um, so what happened was, um, number one, this young man who is an incredible talent gets signed to a record label. Um, Mobad gets signed to a record label and when he gets signed to this record label, he releases this beautiful song which in an interview he mentioned it was a song that he wrote, but he gave it to Rexy because he felt like the song was so much, it sounded like a, like a poem. Yeah. And he didn't really believe in the song, but then he put that song out and that song was huge. So that was our first impression of this man. And everyone was just like, who is this amazing talent, right? Now down the line, for whatever reason, according to him, he did not want to remain under the management of that label because a lot of things were going on that he didn't like. And so he requested to have another manager instead of the manager that worked with them. And that was where the problems began. Between him requesting for a new manager and now, a lot of things happened. He requested to also leave the record label. He has taken them to court. So there's a case actually in court apparently where he's requesting for his masters. And for those of you who don't know what masters are, he's requesting to own the rights of all the songs that he released uh, while he was signed to that label. And what that means is he wants the rights to be able to sell the songs, to recreate the songs, to feature other people on the songs, to do whatever he wants with the songs, and for the royalties that come with those songs to earn him money. That's basically what he's fighting for. Now, along the cause of all this, we get to find out that Mobad was having the most difficult time trying to get out of this record label. He eventually gets out of the label. He starts his own thing. He starts to release music. Just recently, he put out a project and his EP was so good. And he started to promote his EP. He was going on interviews. Um, and then he met his demise, right? After his death is when everyone began to understand what was actually going on behind the scenes. We get to find out that he was being beaten and attacked 
we get to, we got to find out that he was he 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 claimed that he was drugged in alive and then people begin to come out and corroborate that story and say that this is a thing that happens under the Malian label where people who go to work for them once they turn against the authorities that be they get drugged there's a dj who used to work with them who is currently mentally unstable so to speak and is now under the care of his mother almost permanently and has been unable to work because he was overdosed on some form of drug so now all these stories are coming out in the cause of all this people find out that all the stuff that is being said in his songs are actually things that he's going through um they find out that promoters are coming out to say now that they were calling them to get him off shows so he would get a show and they would call the promoter and say take him off your show because they didn't want him to earn people used to show up to his shows and beat him up show up to his house and attack him show up to his video shoots and attack him and his friends zlatan and bella Schmurda were the two people who were defending him and who were there for him um, in an interview recently, he even said when they asked him about what advice he wanted to give to young people, he told people, don't rush into any deals um, because you might not get out. Um, all of this happens and 80% of the people who are listening to his music do not even know that all this is happening behind the scenes. And it's so sad and so like demoralizing to think that this young boy who has died at the age of 27 suffered through all this abuse with a wife who is 24 years old and just has a son who is five months old who turned five months on the day that he died so according to his wife he's had no peace he's had no rest since he left the label he's been traumatized because they keep attacking him everywhere they go and he was trying to get her out of the country. He married quietly because he didn't want them to know because he was afraid of what they would do to his wife. And he had a child and he didn't announce it because he didn't want anyone to know because he was worried about what would happen. So all these terrible things were happening within that establishment and no one was able to help this young man because nobody was there. No one was close enough to him to know what was going on. People were, he was just fighting these demons alone in a corner until he died now what i've like what i'd like to say is that i don't believe that his death was in vain it's very sad that he had to die for all these things to come out but the truth is that we don't know how many people's lives he has saved by being the the price that was paid for all these all this information to come out to put an end to this reign of terror that was going on to the lives that were destroyed and all the crazy things that have happened now in the course of all this Obviously, because of the uproar, the police is now saying, oh, they're going to go and investigate and find out what happened to him. They want to exhume his body, which was buried literally 24 hours after, which made no sense considering that he's a Christian and not Muslim. So all these questions have arisen around it. Like, why were they so quick to bury him? Why did people attack the people that tried to come and pay their last respects? Why has cement been put over the grave, even though everybody knows? Well, not everybody, but people know that they don't cover graves immediately with concrete because the grave, the sand is supposed to settle in before that is done. There's so many questions. And one of the people that has spoken up, even though a lot of celebrities have spoken up, a lot of people in the industry have, have spoken up, um, but one of the people who has been very vocal is Iyabojo. And she's taking it upon herself. She's made it her business. She even went as far as going to have a meeting with the police. She even went as far as going to sit with the DJ who, who was also a part of the label and is currently incapacitated and living at home with his mother and trying to figure out his life from scratch. So all these things have happened in this period. 
And it's just very troubling to think that in the middle of all the happiness and all the joy and all the good things we enjoy on a surface level from the music industry, so many terrible things were actually going on under the surface. Um, and we hope that this is going to open doors and start conversations and begin to change things within that space so that people who feel like they've been going through a lot with their labels and people were trying to blacklist them and shut them down because they left, people will begin to speak up and change will actually come into this space. Now, to round this off, I'm going to say that there have been a few memorial um, concerts that have been held for him and people, a lot, a ton of people have come out at each place to pay their respects. The people who are said to be responsible for all the trouble he went through are on the run. One of them was spotted in Kenya. The other one was spotted in Amsterdam. They're just not in the country anymore. Um, so while they're trying to investigate, they might not even be able to do anything to these people because they're currently not in the country. But because of the outpouring of love, all the memorial services and, and concerts that have been held, the police is now looking into this matter. The information, the conversation has gotten to the international world. People from Kenya care about it. People from the U.S. care about it. And it's now a whole thing and a whole movement. So we really, really hope that the end of this conversation ends with justice in some way, even though we already lost such a talented, amazing, fantastic musician and performer mm -hmm. in his prime. That's the sad part. Yeah, he was in his prime. I think I also want to add that um, there are so many conversations that should be had going forward about the way we treat talents in the entertainment space, the way we even, you know, like, I, I don't even know what the word is, but there's just a way we treat people as products and not as human beings in the music space. Um, nobody cares about how they feel. Nobody cares about what they want. It's just make me money. Give me the numbers. If you're not doing that, go to hell. Yeah. And it's such a terrible thing. There's also the conversation that we should have about people taking their time before they get into certain, you know, alliances and relationships. There's also a conversation to be had about the way we terminate contracts in the music and entertainment space. Mm -hmm. It's always a fight. It's always a struggle. It's always a problem. And then the aggrieved party goes above and beyond to frustrate the life of the person that wants Arrest to Arrest them, like, harass them. It's too much. It's, it's too, it's too, like, it's, it's too dirty. Know. It's too dirty. And I understand the entertainment business, every, like everybody says, oh, it's a dirty business. Things happen, da, da, da. But at what point do we say, okay, it's enough for the way we're doing, the way we're going is a little bit too much. And another conversation that also, I feel should be opened up is about how we respond to things when people are crying out for help, when people are saying things codedly, publicly, however they put it. I feel like we don't pay enough attention to the things that people say. And a lot of times for musicians, the music is their outlet. So when they say these things, we just enjoy the beat and we dance over it and we gloss over it. But for somebody like Mubad, who literally was telling us what was going on every single time he opened his mouth to sing, every single time he went for an interview, there was, even if he doesn't say it throughout the interview, he would drop one line that says something about something. And we all just, maybe consciously and unconsciously, we just didn't pay attention no, to I it. No, think, I think it's, I think the, the conversation that should be had is around channels, right? Yeah. It's about the fact that 
people will always have grievances. Mm-hmm. People will have mental challenges. Mm-hmm. It is time for us to be able to create a channel mm-hmm. that is going to be an obvious path to a resolution for people. And it's so people space. don't feel helpless. Mm-hmm. Just so people don't feel helpless because that's how he, he felt helpless. He just felt like no one is going to help me. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm just a poor boy coming from this background and these people with all this power and all this authority and all this money are going to trample on me as always and it's so sad that a good number of people i know his his the consumers of his music didn't know but a good number of people around him knew they what knew. was going they on they knew and nobody said anything maybe they did it's not a matter of nobody said help. anything who would they say it to so there are like, no channels it was it was just it was a lot for him to do so i think that's why the 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 emotions around this have escalated so much because yeah. everybody's like okay he didn't just die a mysterious death he was tormented he was tortured man he, till he passed he away. was oppressed and like that it was it's just too much to handle and i'm not even gonna lie over the past week, like working has just been mm, for me. I've just been like, oh, okay, hmm, let's just go. Like the morale of everybody is just down, and everybody's just like, oh my God, what's happening? What's going to happen now? Are they going to get justice? I know we shout justice, justice a lot in Nigeria, but a lot of times we don't get justice for these things. Yeah. And, and I don't know where the justice is going to come from. I don't know what version of justice we're going to get on this, mm. but I feel like it's, 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 a, it's about time we handle this. The right way and this should be a situation where we do things right um yeah let's let's not talk for too long <laughs> yeah um, right now there is a plan for a there's a candlelight procession march to today mm-hmm. this evening um from lecky tollgate to the spot where there's going to be a memorial concert for him at moria corner park so if you go to Mobad's page for those of you who care to show up um you'll find the information the dress code is a white t-shirt apparently Procession starts at the Lekki Tollgate all the way to Moria Kanla Park, where the concert is going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's the information that we have so far. Um, but outside of that, today we find out that three of Mobad's songs are in the Billboard Top 10. Yeah. Because of his demise. And it's just so sad, but also like so telling, you know, about what the human, the human, how the human mind works mm-hmm. and how death is just an elevator in a lot of situations. So we really pray and hope that his wife and his mother and his son are okay. I'm not going to pray for his dad because I don't even know what to say about him. Personally, personally, I don't know how I feel about the things that have happened around his dad. Mm -hmm. But I also pray that he finds peace if he is a victim of some form of bullying, which I think he is. I hope he finds peace as well. Um, I hope that there is some form of justice that comes out of it. I hope and pray earnestly that people don't leave this situation feeling as helpless as he did. Mm -hmm. Um, And I hope that the lessons that need to be learned are learned out of this and we move forward into a place of healing and into a place of growth. On a final note, um, multiple radio stations and TV stations have taken off music from the Malian label from circulation, which is important. Mm -hmm. People are saying boo to DJs who play their music in parties and at the clubs, Mm -hmm. which is the right thing to do. If there's any time when council culture should be active, it is now. (laughs) Now. Now is the time. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of our episode. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll, we'll, we'll pick up with usual programming um, by next week. But for now, with our hearts so heavy and, you know, with the way emotions are running high and the state of things, we just thought it would only be fair to give honor 
and um, talk about MOBAD and and positive in a positive way right, yeah. in a positive way um long live mobad for real for real because yeah. this is something that will never be forgotten and um rest in peace rest in peace brother so follow us like comment share on the usual platforms you know what to do yeah do this all is, the things do all the things this is the high note pod thank you guys see you next week bye bye, bye. To the high note high note high note